Hello and welcome to Mind Podcast 59.0, your weekly source for newsviews and analysis and analysis of news. Uh, this is uh, Adit Kuparia coming to you yet another week uh, together with me, Arsenal Davashish and Pramod Kumar Boravalli. How are you guys doing? Good. How are you, Adit? Good. Pretty good. Just hanging in there. <laughs> We're coming to you a little earlier than usual uh, because we figured it will... Uh, because no, they miss us. Huh, they do and there's no better day than today to record the podcast. So... <laughs> And uh, it's 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 an interesting times uh, right now. Following the news, I'm also following the World T20, which is happening in India right now. If you are if you guys are not fans of cricket, then I'm sorry. I mean, I just feel sorry for them. So <laughs> that goes with you as well, Sananda. Goes for you as well, Sananda. So, <laughs> anyways, so what's keep been keeping you busy? Ah, uh, news has been keeping me busy, and news that has not been news is keeping me busy. in a country where there are millions of problems and i want to preface this by saying that i am an animal lover completely i um, wonder what you're going to talk about i know next. i am completely an animal lover i support animal rights and all that stuff but in a country where there are huge pressing issues the entire 9 pm slot and the entire news cycle got hijacked by a horse named shaktiman i mean sure it needed to be seen if the lati wielding mla was actually trying to hurt the horse what was happening why was the horse in the right place yeah. in the, in the um and what in, happened in the place was at very all. sad and extremely tragic but what it required was fourth page news in newspapers or maybe a 20 second analysis in 9 pm news what we saw was complete hijacking of this uh, no, 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 that even the I, cm of uttarakhand went right in my yeah and he said something about my horse and all that stuff it just looked it just looked funny to me you know uh, no and, 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 and in this i mean again i'm the same way you know animal lover and i mean i felt terrible for what happened the animal. pictures were very terrible but it did not deserve the coverage it got it you should have given the, the coverage maybe the maybe, first yeah. day or something and i was um, i was and then nobody was what i what i you know this new phenomenon that has come up where you just opine sitting in your um, studios no one tried to find what it was so the first thing the thing was that oh this bjp mla tried to hurt the horse mm-hmm. the um, with a um, lati did a lati charge on the mm-hmm. horse and then there was this whole thing about the horse was not anti national they were today no one was really talking about the horse there were these jibes being made that horse is not anti national this and that mm-hmm. so I, i i mean it was just it just a far just black comedy and after that then this um bjp mp he came up mla he came up and said that listen i i was there with the lati but i did not hurt the horse i did not so nobody actually tried to find out what the footage said nobody actually tried to send the reporters to find out what it is you just opine from all sides of the story this has become a new thing no, i will opine on all sides of the story no and this before be- before we go to pramod who's been holding his horses so far i don't know why <laughs> um, he's under the weather hi is under the weather Yeah, uh, it's nice of him to come for the podcast when you are under the weather. You just love our listeners so much, don't you? They also love you. I do. They think they think. Jai pe charcha is our best yeah relief. <laughs> But they think they think you are the calming force in mind podcast. You know that, don't you? 
you may or may not be in real life but <laughs> introvert nature helps in that that's fine you know oh hey when an extremely moving <laughs> object strikes with an immovable object yeah. <laughs> what has happened no pramod is usually a calming influence no, then... except when we are talking about women's issues remember how he gets huh. he explodes when we are talking about women's rights hmm. that is the only time you explode because as a swayam sevak um, one of the things that i really admire um, and my relationship with the sang started with a woman introducing to me me to the sang mm. this happened in 91 when mm. i was in my 8th grade mm. and um, in uh, hyderabad where i am from uh, there were a lot of uh, children of my age both the, uh, boys and girls it's never i've never learned to differentiate uh, you know uh, at a shaka level mm. uh, and this is the first time we are now hearing when uh, dattatreya hosbale the sahasak karyava in sang openly talking about participation of women at all layers of the sang sang is basically an organization that functions not just at the shaka level that is just the most rudimentary unit the other entities like ekal vidyalaya vanvasi kalyana ashram there are several hundreds and thousands of projects that are happening with women as its heads and as equal participants uh so personally for me i was introduced to the sang uh, by uh, a woman uh, who was essentially responsible for the local um, ganesh utsav you know that's oh, where it started and we were uh, me and my sister as kids were always participating on the stage mm. singing songs and whatever it, uh, we could do that at that point so this issue that dataji uh, invoked at the india today conclave um, basically brings about this whole concept of uh, how the lens that we have been viewing the world with mm. you know whether it is the uh, british uh, imposed colonial lens whether now the socialist lens that we out of mm. various reasons i'm not saying why you know that was done now that post colonial mindset has started seeping in slowly is to why people should concentrate on the silly issues mm. you know the horse yes that was a major uh, thing as far as uh you know, you know injuries, injuries concerned, concerned, and all but that. it didn't in a country as big as india with the pressing issues in india it didn't deserve four no, day non stop coverage i was telling you and we are getting to the rss in a minute i was tweeting about this that an ex deputy cm of maharashtra shagan bujbal was arrested in with a scam or so with enforcement directorate new uh, notice bheja tha and all and that was not news ex deputy cm of a state one of the biggest states of india that was just reported that was a report you know koi baat nahi kara is is it because uh, you know the, his arrest might lead to some other people who are very close uh, to many people around being because arrested because fingers are in all pies uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh and and depends uh, depends which pie are we talking mm. about no but seriously how the pies this? that bring news to you exactly <laughs> and and all of these politicians have uh, again that that omar the court Yeah. they were all involved in cross investments uh, in mm. each other's entities but coming back to your point is there's more serious issue there are three mainstream uh, uh, i would say movements that have dictated the discourse in india for the past 100 years one mm. is the rashtriya swayamsevak sangh which is nine, 91 years old right now the indian national congress which is uh, if you look at the older version which led the indian independence movement and today it's about 125 years and then the communist movement which is about 75 80 years mm. between these three the commonality you will fee, uh, at least see is that at the top at, uh, at several layers during their peaks mm-hmm. you know i'm not talking about today mm-hmm. or uh, historically you be, they have always been led by people who are very
very simplistic in nature and have had a broad and wider and progressive outlook to everything. You know, uh, are you sure you would include the Congress House? Yes, you know, I'll tell at you. That time. At that time. At that time, at yes. No, peak, I'm talking about recently. At peak. I'm saying mm. at every organization speak. Now, today, Congress is at the lowest. Congress no, no. Is at Even the in the 60s and 70s, you pick up Congress presidents. You know, who I think he's talking about I'm talking about the independence hey, movement. No, no, I, I, I agree with you. I'm saying that uh, after independence, it was not the same. After independence, its progressive best came under, uh, I would say, a little bit under Indira Gandhi. But, but then Indira again, Gandhi had Devkant Barua as the Congress president. Yeah. But you know, that who, is, who that, came up that, with that, Indira is India and India is Indira. But she did not prod him to say that. Uh, she himself. She, but that was the thing about Sikho funds, na? Uh, they don't even need it to be prod, uh, prodded. Politicians have the uncanny knack of seeing spoons and forks from it. One minute, they pick up that. Uh, and how to use that person and uh, Indira Gandhi was a quintessential politician why would she not, why would she not use no, no. so my chamcha, point you know? was you congress wasn't led by your people with you know very progressive people and stuff when even Indira was there unless you are saying that con con congress presidents were titular heads Congress which probably they were. were titular, titular heads that's they what I'm saying exactly I, I, I'm talking about the top layer of these organizations at their peaks Correct. which basically means Indira Gandhi at that, at, uh, in that epoch Again, coming back to this progressive ideas about homosexuality, about uh, um, you know giving equal access to women, if not equal uh, mm. um, you know privilege, but at least over a period of time, all of these organizations have had their own uh, peaks and uh, uh, crests and troughs. Mm. Uh, what I am uh, right now beginning to see is the, that the RSS was. Uh, discounted for a long time because it never talked mm. about its social organizations mm. and it will it wouldn't it would never engage in interactions with the media mm. now that is coming out as to what the mm. sang was doing all these years um, very senior functionaries are coming and talking very openly about these ideas uh, i see very good time ahead because that is the beginning of the decolonization that oh, has to happen. Yeah. And, and the reason why Pramod brought this up also, and this we are going to take up, we are going to devote the entire seg next segment, about 10 minutes on it, is A, this discussion about the, the homosexuality, RSS and stuff, and the changes we also saw. It was in the news also for the uniform change and so forth. And are we seeing a new chapter in the RSS, which was uh, an ideological fountainhead of the right right of center movement or the right wing movement the, in India. The same, you know? second. So, so I'm, I'm coming yeah. to that, Pramod. Just hold on your thought. We're going to pause just for a minute yeah. and we'll be back with a long discussion on it in the next segment. Your support helps us bring new voices, fresh voices, credible voices. If you like what we are doing, if you like what you are hearing, do support us because we really do need your help. Um, if you want to support Mind Podcast, click on the link given in the description below. Thank you. Okay, so Pramod, let me ask you a question. I have known you for a while now and you look pretty normal to me and you also say that you are a Soyam Sevak. How does that work? Please explain it to the um, left liberals of our thing because they think somehow that Soyam Sevaks are not normal. They are patriarchal. You are anything but patriarchal. You are, no, no, you are more feminist than even I am. I consider myself the biggest feminist. But you are a bigger feminist than I am. You are pretty gentle. You um, don't have any... Um, I have never seen you lucky wielding or... Have you seen his pet Trishul? <laughs> I've never seen you. That he waves around. Where is your Trishul? I don't ever see your Trishul. The baby Trishul. The, the baby, baby Trishul. Trishul. No, no, that's not a Trishul. <laughs> so anyway, the point of this banter was really that RSS suffers from a lot of 
communication problem. Before, before you get into that, I have to say that finally they did decide to change their uniform. That was a very well. Which is wonderful. Step. Which is uh, wonderful. Uh, uh, because as as Dattaji very uh, eloquently said, it was twenty years too late, in my opinion. But I think Datta Hospital said it very uh, eloquently today that with time we are not resistant to change with time at all. So I want to bring you in and tell me that how is this? Guruji uh, Golwalkar's mm -hmm. biggest uh, the the I would say thirty year uh, tenure as the head of the Sangha. The only thing I constantly remember about Guruji is that his statement is change is the only constant in mm -hmm. life. If you do not change with the times, if the Sangha is uh, uh, living in the suburbs where the city is growing in the downtown area that that won't you know sung should be part of the society as mm -hmm. much as uh, mm -hmm. uh, it, it uh, is part of the society so for me uh, there are different hues and colors of swayam uh, sevak also there are full timers those mm -hmm. are pracharaks like your uh, prime minister narendra modi who was uh, was a pracharak or vajpayee or uh, atal bihari vajpayee i did not have the opportunity i did have it but my mother forced me to get married <laughs> and uh, took me away from that uh, you had to come uh, to mind makers very big opportunity to <laughs> dedicate my life but mm. i understand many of my friends mm. many of my uh, uh, people actually remained unmarried and went on to become full time pracharaks mm. anyway i feel uh, uh, disappointed because of that mm -hmm. <laughs> don't tell my wife uh, but um, you do realize she listens there, there to are, this podcast uh, right but there are different types of uh, organizations when whether it is akhil bharati vidya parishad vidyarthi parishad where i had my first uh, direct contact in terms of uh, interaction with the society and then uh, you have uh, ekal vidyalaya which has this one tri uh, schools in uh, the tribal villages there are uh, several different organizations that uh, you know every single aspect of the indian cultural uh, you know spectrum is covered by one organization or the other now you can see a shirt and pant a regular um, you know mm. ceo of an organization that might have gone to shaka 10 15 years ago just for personal training mm. and you know mm -hmm. uh getting up in the morning at 5 am that that's a different fun to it but right now the times are changing there are little uh, uh, children that are going to balagokulam which mm. is one of the most prominent uh, you mm. know setup where you learn stories about indian culture and all that uh sang also is over a period of time uh, other than just the cultural aspect of it mm -hmm. it has always called itself a cultural organization but the society aspect of it which is the samrastha uh, you know whether it is the the issues at the village level mm -hmm. you know the caste uh, rivalries that happen whether it is issues pertaining to that uh, village itself in terms of water now they you know, they have gone down from just being a cultural organization to a socio cultural and at the same time as sort of an ngo Uh, i'm not calling mm -hmm. them an ngo per se because they're not funded like the uh, mm. so called infamous ngos uh, they're all based on regular uh, village based uh, mobilization yeah. so they have transcended that boundary it's just that they don't talk about it no, but like this like is the how, thing. how so i have the media strategy of the rss has been to for the want of a better word uh, uh, has left a lot to desire i mean it in, it has been appalling i think they are realizing it now. and they are realizing now and i mean i am I, i am extremely blunt about that i mean whether you criticize them if, if somebody criticizes them they have to come out with they have to come and pack a come out and pack a punch and rebut it if someone 
does not you know present your point of view and say what it is so, i am so glad they came out with this stand on homosexuality and that they said we don't even think about it we don't get into the um, uh, private lives of anybody it is not our business to get into the private lives of anybody whatever people choose to do this is not our business mm. i think that was remarkable that statement because now liberals were putting this fight at the um, door of bjp that rss is not making you do mm. because the rss is a very regressive organization with this now they will be the four liberals as i call them they will be forced or they will now be quiet or forced to take the um, uh, take their demand to either mullahs or to um, churches let's see what happens there no Because that's what i'm saying we know that you... maximum opposition to homosexuality comes from there that that those are the people that will not let you 377 and here is the and if abortion. you go to the abortion. Yeah, yeah exactly yeah. if you go to the conservatives in america or for that matter even in europe or something but in america the conservatism especially the ultra conservative their no go zones are when the same sex marriage thing happened last year uh, you saw with what happened with kim davis and other and abhi abortion ke bare mein jo debate ha rahi thi wo and then you know you also had planned parenthood called into yeah. things so what i'm saying is and they a lot of them come from the uh, uh, from the christian right lot of opposition comes from that yeah. in us so uh, similarly in india same thing uh, churches do oppose this so uh, this this bogey about you know that uh, to put rss in the same bracket But as the others first of all and rss is not your Vat hindu vatican or anything it's not like that people look at uh, hindus look at rss too uh, uh, you know they would like to they would like to believe that mohan bhagwat behaves like a pope out of nagpur but, but hindus don't think of mohan bhagwat as a pope luckily for the sangh Hinduism itself is so liberal that yeah. you can't bind it. No, yes. no, you can't I, just I, I, take it and say that. Exactly. You know, no, and the it's it's the debate is completely different here. We are, I mean, we are again we digress. We are talking about just this idea. What God and this is why I wanted to have this debate about progressive ideas. What you were talking about. So what what next? I mean, I, for all of us believe. I think Article three seventy seven has no place. I mean, it no, should be de- no. you should not be criminally prosecuted. Whatever your views on you know homosexuality or whatever yeah. it may be, but you yeah. cannot criminal a civilized society like India cannot put criminalize it. It has never criminalized. Hmm. We have all known that. No, no, I know. I'm saying, but why even have a law like that? In the statute book. In think, the statute book. I, I think the path has now cleared for that. Hmm. I, I think that's one part hmm. aspect. Of I think BJP should take a stand. I, I mean, I, I personally am an ultra liberal when mm. it comes to this. This is where the next yeah. debate will go to uniform civil court. Yes. Because what this is progressing in. Absolutely. And as it should. As it should. As you know, ये बात अभी अपने असदुद्दीन ओवाई से की आई थी कि about constitution and stuff. Is he go? You know, do we really talk about uniform civil court now? That yeah. is the biggest political issue that will uh, be the next few three, at least three years, yeah. uh, leading up to the next election that will be taken up. Um, whether the uh, the kind of progressive uh, antipathy that was shown against the sun uh, gets dissolved or not i am not sure because they will always see the yeah. the the whole idea of these uh, op- mm. opposers of sun has been that they they feel threatened mm. that there is this organization that is invisible that is mm. there that operates and functions very well mm. uh, with tens of millions of followers mm. and of uh, members that is standing as the bulwark Uh, that will continue to protect even after the last member of the structured uh, military organizations fail 
I will always be confident that there is a Swam Sevak that is going to. No, but I'll tell you something, Pramod. And this this is something. We, so something we have to acknowledge that there is some sort of patriarchy that probably does exist. I'm not saying in the sun, but in within certain people it does. But what makes what what I was heartened to see is to accept that okay, 20 years ago what we might have done is wrong, and now we have to evolve. Okay, so to like let's not also pretend that everything is all yeah. hunky dory, even in sections of the RSS. I think RSS has done remarkable thing in three things, in my um, opinion. Ek, the call that it gave for ek wa ek shamshan, where absolutely completely demolished the caste system. The caste system, and it is so funny that liberals in our country fight for the caste, and it is so called regressive RSS, which is saying that we want to get rid of caste system. And I want to tell this to people, and I've often said, um, um, Pramod has told me this because he is because he often uh, people must have noticed on the podcast also he calls me Sunanda ji, he calls everyone Sunanda, you know, with G. And I've asked he doesn't him call and, everyone Sunanda ji. Uh, I know, but I mean, he calls everyone with that thing. And I've <laughs> always called him and he says in Sangh, they don't know anybody's last name. Because that is not even, haven't you told me that? Yeah, they don't know because that is not what the emphasis is on. That is but this side of RSS never gets shown. So isn't it funny that the is, organization which wants to demolish caste system is considered regressive? No, and, and you also have to uh, uh, realize that which were these people who were trying to show a side of RSS or trying yeah. to not show the side of RSS. Yeah. Uh, they may not have the best interests of RSS and for that they will not not want to portray what is the truth. Yeah. See, you have to also understand their report for all their report from the RSS comes from the studios. They don't go to the ground and say travel with a swam sevak, a regular swam sevak. I'm not talking the upper echelons of RSS yeah. and go and report. And as I said, I have my reservations on some issues. I have they have my support on some issues. But that I I see a uh, tendency and a yeah. very uh, to yeah to move forward and that is a very uh, what encouraging I trend know. as Which i said the three things that i am very um, happy that rss is moving forward with a is this one kuwa and one shamshan and the other one that I really am happy about is that they're modernizing their uh, uniform, which a lot of even RSS well-wishers have been saying mm. that the uh, uniform fact, for younger people needs right. to be, who want to go in, needs right. to be modernized for them to be comfortable. And the third thing, the stand that they took on homosexuality, I think is very, very uh, heartening. Mm. It, uh, I, I, I see as, as a person who was always associated with one or the other Sangh-affiliated organizations, um, you know, has always felt that, uh, you know, at this point in time, the more importance uh, has to be given into making the youth that are feeling extraordinarily proud of their cultural heritage also get connected to science and not treat science. And this is my, my constant pet peeve has been science and spirituality have to go hand in hand. Before we get to our uh, next topic, um, I do want to say that this is Mindmakers production. This Mind podcast is brought to you by the Mindmakers team. This uh, podcast is produced and edited by Adit Kapadia with the help of our team in India. The panelists for the um, podcast are Adit Kapadia, Pramod Kumar Buravalli and Sunanda Vashish, which is me. So another big differentiator is the science and spirituality talmel or the kind of uh, jugalbandi that happens within the Indic cultures. Gyan and Vigyan. Gyan and Vigyan ka jo ek uh, samanta hai, usme, that 
that is another differentiator that uh, liberals and progressives don't understand that uh, actually indic cultures are pro science than any other culture in the world <laughs> uh, although the western science has taken a leap uh, and it you have to give credit also mm. the western last science, 100 the years they have been 200 200 years they have taken a leap taken a huge leap <coughs> but what you are trying to say essentially is that probably the the science and religion battles that happen in the west no such uh, battles happen they don't isro uh, chairman will take the model of the rock and go to tirupati yeah, to say and because and it's not um, there is nothing wrong, not, you know it's not so, so i think that is that is one of the things and another thing is that the most persecuted uh, organization has been the sang with many cadres at uh, at the ground level have been killed yeah. have been maimed specifically in kerala and in uh, naxal dominated areas other parts of the country recently the leftist other, violence I mean, has Kerala, been taken uh, some of the things are tragic uh, you hear the case about sujit who was hacked in front of his family yeah. and then uh, I, i my apologies i forget uh, the name of a carder who was just you know he was in a rickshaw yeah. with the yeah, yeah yeah he yeah. was he was stabbed in front of uh, for, children in uh, front yeah. of children. i forget his name in my we, apologies we, we, you, of course you will forget his name because he did not get as much coverage as shakti i know <laughs> but uh, you, you, you you probably forgot it i did too that is what i'm <laughs> that saying that is the sad part that is the sad part i know that is I'm, I'm holding myself equally responsible. I know, I know. It's, it's. Yeah. I mean, but what I'm coming to, and we are coming. These are probably happening leading up to the polls. I mean, I don't know whether these are political, uh, politically motivated things or not. Could be because Could Kerala, be. everybody is involved in politics. You can't say deny that. You know, mm. one way or the other, they are very well educated. Mm. They are very articulate. Mm. Uh, at the same time, uh, if the, these political murders are increasing in numbers because mm. of the uh, impending uh, assembly election, mm. that's a di- different What thing. Is, this is something I wanted to talk to you about, Pramod. Uh, we'll probably have a lot of coverage on the assembly elections on Mind Makers. No question. of course kerala assam tamil nadu pondicherry and west bengal go to polls and we are actually carrying a piece on west bengal polls in about a few hours written by ranveer bhattacharya right from kolkata yeah. so you'll get a ground report almost um, but in kerala do you think that the, uh, the essentially ldf and udf have dominated and bjp has been quite unsuccessful in the right. so, uh, far. so far so uh, far o rajagopal ranch shitharur extremely close but that was also the modi wave and you know o rajagopal enjoys that credibility also um, it doesn't look like uh, bjp is going to make uh, much in the this time that either BJ, uh, a lot of sophologists have been saying that you know couple of seats here and there something they might do even that is big for them and get at best get about 4 to 5 seats this time mm-hmm. specifically because uh, in west bengal uh, the biggest thing is that the congress and the congress m uh, congress marxism <laughs> are in alliance and they are divorced in kerala kerala huh. that's what arun jaitley said in the thing uh, also he said what kind of romance is this that is sitaram yejuni versus pinrai vijayan na if they take that to the people there is also an alliance that they struck with a, a, a community a large community the fisherman community they are called the azawas uh, yeah, that yeah, uh, form a substantial chunk of the voting population mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. again whether in- incremental effect will happen votes will really start uh, coming in larger numbers to uh, break the connivance between the congress and the uh, the communist I, i don't see that happening mm. in large numbers but even if they have four mlas in the kerala assembly that is a big number a because number. the issues that are need to get highlighted kerala can get highlighted and kerala will get another um, stream of thought kerala has been dominated by 
you know leftist left for so left and left of center. center for so long that it does need new infusion of thought and what you're talking about the part uh, is with the SNDP the Velapalli Natation uh, with uh, the alliance that the BJP Velapalli Natation belongs to SNDP SNDP is the no no I know but he was the he was the one who did the Yatra and so forth they started a party by themselves yeah and that party basically has a potential to I would say five to six districts to make a little bit of substantial significant impact yeah but then coming to coming to West Bengal, West Bengal they uh, nominated Chandra Bose. I forget his name as the uh, MLN. Mamata Didi seems to be on an extremely strong wicket from what yeah. the reports we are getting from the, from the reports well. we are getting, and we have uh, um, ground level reports on um, Kolkata. Actually, we uh, in Kolkata, which we are publishing right now in few hours. Mm. Um, Ranbir Bhattacharya, and he says that he clearly says that. Uh, Right now, there is no one to oppose. It is an agrarian PMC. economy. The problem with yeah. the BJP in the West Bengal is that unless you have somebody uh, who comes from the rural hinterland who has mm. some issue or some organization that mm. uh, has, uh, you know, I would say taken a movement yeah. forward for some or the other reason, mm. other than the Calcutta and a little yeah. bit of there is no uh, urban uh, pockets here and there. And um, uh, um, West Bengal is nowhere close towards urbanization anyway. It's nowhere close. And the entire left order, which was entrenched in villages, has moved lock, stock and barrel to TMC. So, um, left gundas have now become TMC gundas. Right. So, there is absolutely no difference. There is some Carter, however, ha that has gone to the BJP. Very and it was yeah. in the 2014 elections. I don't know whether they have been able to press those advantages home. No, no, whenever there is a very strong chief minister who has earned the trust of more than 30-35% of the population, it's it is very difficult, difficult for anyone. And you really put the finger on the right thing, that as far as this agrarian economy thing is, and uh, Mamta is not letting it you know, go anywhere uh, towards um, any she other... She has become left of the left. Once yeah. she, as soon so, as industry comes there, they talk about it, and, and then they go back. You had Amit Mitra, who was from Fiki, right? As her finance minister. Yeah. And I mean, you should talk to him about this. I mean, and, yeah. and I mean, it, it's amazing what uh, the budgets and so forth. What no, but land also, communist legacy in West Bengal is not just about the violence part. Mm. It's also it's about the land. The land rights that have been given that cannot yeah. be denied so easily. Yeah. You know, the land ceiling and the subsequently whatever model she has followed yeah. is apt for that economy. Yeah. They, they, communists have ruled Bengal for 30 odd years. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to change. change 30 in plus years actually, yeah. not just 30 odd. So but we, and then from there coming to Assam. Mm, yeah. uh, uh, Assam is an interesting uh, scenario unless they do the ticket distribution right. The combination of uh, BPF, the borough uh, front, BJP and AGP do have a good chance to come to power. Barely. barely. Uh, because there's no big issue again mm. that has... Uh, illegal uh, immigrants uh, though. Well, not that much, you know. The, yeah. the illegal in in Assam, I'm told it's a big issue. Well, so. but the, the, the thing was also that did BJP take it up as much? AGP does take it up now and then. Yeah. I don't know whether the BJP has but taken AGP it up. But AGP does not enjoy the no, momentum and uh, the popularity it did at one point. Absolutely. I, was, I mean, is, imagine the kind of popularity 
similarity is it was a student movement, movement. Who came back to so i was talking to uh, i was t- not talking i was tweeting to shekhar gupta about this and shekhar gupta knows has covered assam and knows it very well uh, about this that uh, you said that this this is probably the death knell of agp that yeah. it has come down to 24 seats and i was telling that this is probably the steepest decline for a political party that had assumed power about 30 years ago in assam right and maybe less little less than 30 years and ago prafulla kumar mahanta was at that point he was considered a hero in uh, there is conflicting interest here see agp was against all non assami migrants mm. including bengali migrants yeah. bjp was for some by bengali migrants Uh, so there there are different see again there are uh, hill districts yeah. there are uh, districts that are tea uh, plantation yeah. districts there is this bodo issue yeah, yeah. so you have to mix it and also the autonomous district that you yeah. have no but you you have to also consider one thing a lot of agp leadership has moved to bjp yeah. that is why they have <laughs> so, a striking chance this time with uh-huh. manta biswas sharma and with uh, sarbanda sonowal this is the best i think this is the best shot this is the best shot no no but i was saying previously a yeah. lot of senior leaders of the yeah. agp have Move to the BJP and uh, Badruddin Ajmal's AI uh, AUDF and uh, Congress seem to be at loggerheads with each other. Yeah. They might still make a post poll alliance just to keep the BJP. But pre poll they haven't. They, or they or haven't. they might do some setting in some seats here yeah. and there. But so. but but the bigger issue that is looking to uh, take the center stage in Assam will be likely mm. that. Uh, some of these development works that are happening larger infrastructure projects are visible in some of these cities in assam so mm-hmm. the urban population will come again close mm-hmm. to this uh, coalition india coalition we don't know about what these yes. uh, so from the east coming down to the south tamil nadu where again another strong chief minister uh, jayalalitha is ruling the roost uh, and she is uh, sure to come back uh, the, the only interesting thing i find is uh, karunanidhi at 92 or 93 and ajudanandar at 92 are still being projected yeah. as i mean uh, quote unquote young leaders <laughs> icons but uh, youth there, icons <laughs> there is i mean I feel, I feel old when i look at karunanidhi no i am all okay if they want to control the party and stuff that's okay but at 92 you cannot be nominated as a chief ministerial no, nominee it's like uh, you know uh, Sardar, it's nothing it's stalin Rath. actually who was uh, yeah, yeah but right. even stalin is what in the 60s right uh, yeah. late 50s or 60s i mean good grief that's your young leader yeah and their alliance that's your congress, congress huh. is it's it's death yeah congress I is there huh. mm-hmm. uh, no but the reason i was saying was that st- i am all for people who are say even in 60s and 70s if they want to take up responsibility okay but it is high time that he doesn't fire from his dad's back he should be the one leading the charge i think in the future future vijaykanth and jayalalitha these are the two polls that will develop yeah. hmm. with the dmk again jayalalitha is in for a long run just like the agp yeah yeah jayalalitha is in for the long run age is on yeah. her side still right. so she is on a long run and she has been doing according to a lot of ground reports that i get from tamil nadu with um, sure it um, i mean amma um, no, rice and amma canteen and amma this thing and amma that thing makes me cringe but she has been doing some so i am coming to something one line whether her economics is strong or not we don't know but her politics is extremely, extremely strong, strong. No, extremely strong yeah. see tamilians are very strong uh, in one th- aspect this is what i like about that culture is irrespective of whether a dmk or dmk comes to power your roads will be fit and fine yes your uh, industrial uh, belts yeah. that are developed around coimbatore are perfectly you know, okay locations and infrastructure wise they are all going to provide equal this thing they are always friendly to the power at the center mm, yes uh, which is they ensure that they are always friendly to mm. the uh, which is how it should be interesting points 
So interesting points raised by Pramod that uh, about Tamil Nadu. Uh, what is interesting also is people forget, uh, or shouldn't forget, they don't forget, but shouldn't forget that Jayalalitha got about 37 seats out of 39. Third largest party in, yes. uh, in, uh, in the Lok Sabha right now. And, uh, she was, might lose a few seats in Madras, uh, Chennai, uh, because of uh, that flood relief and... No, no, and of course, the majority she got last time was a stupendous majority. I don't... It will be highly impossible to imagine that it's going to... She's going to repeat the same But numbers. she'll be back in Chief Minister's but, Yeah, so chair. what about the BJP's chances in Tamil Nadu? Maybe one or two seats uh-huh. at best. Yeah. If Jailalta wants uh, them to win. Yeah. <laughs> and what about our hero of Sivaganga? Mr. P. Chidambaram's party. Uh, well. <laughs> they should nominate Manishankar Ayer as the chief ministerial candidate. Now that he's not the Rajya Sabha candidate uh, anymore. He was a nominated member of party yeah, parliament. In, in, in education the, or something. Congress will lose, uh, uh, lose Assam. Congress will lose uh, Kerala. Congress will lose all. Uh, everything. So then, you, anyways, now jokes apart, uh, I think um, Chida, uh, Congress doesn't stand a chance no. there. Congress probably isn't reckoning in Assam. Uh, Kerala anyone's game right now left and the congress both in uh, thing west bengal mamata all the way that is so we 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 are probably looking at where, where wherever we have strong leaders we are probably looking at status quo i won't put tarun gogoi as the same in the same way as strong leaders as because in the lok sabha he saw a complete washout when bjp took like well not a complete washout but bjp took seven seats out of the 14 so it was very interesting yeah. on what he did and he could only retain his strong holds but yeah. anyways uh, that uh, brings us to the end of uh, this week's podcast we'll be back in a week's time maybe a little more than a week since we were a little early this time yeah. But next week definitely. Next week definitely. And then we'll be back with more analysis. You'll find a lot more of analysis from the gra- ground in the election-bound states in India. You'll yeah. find a lot of analysis in ele- from election-bound America. So uh, if you are a political junkie, the next six months you're going to be seeing a lot of... Uh, yeah, but do check mind.net for amazing analysis on a lot of political issues and a lot of international and strategic affairs issues as well. We had a... Uh, Baloch um, a journalist writing about uh, Baloch issues and th- this is something that does not get covered in mainstream media at, at all. Baloch voice is not covered in mm. mainstream media and I've been uh, saying it often that I'm proud that mind makers can give voice and space Absolutely. to such people. From, from so read that um, and read other um, topics you, that we yeah, have been covering some, everything. Some fantastic pieces uh, this week. Um, do read all of them. Uh, there is one on the USCRIF and their hypocritical stance. Yes. We'll talk about the uh, USCRF uh, soon in the upcoming podcast uh, and about their hypocrisy of that. But we've talked about this or uh, this intolerance debate thing in many uh, podcasts, so you can listen. Uh, go go back and listen to those episodes. Uh, anyhow, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. We'll be back. And till then, it's goodbye from Adit. Thanks. <laughs>